Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Matthew 21. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, you are great. Your plan is great. Bringing Jesus into this world is an amazing thing. We pray that we would bring forth the fruit that our King deserves and desires, that we would not stumble or be crushed by him when he doesn't meet the expectations we have, but that we would conform ourselves to him and do his will. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Matthew 21. And when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village before you, and right away you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you will say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. Now this took place so that what was spoken through the prophet would be fulfilled, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a pack animal. So the disciples went and did just as Jesus directed them, and brought the donkey and the colt and put their clothes on them, and he sat on them. And a very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. And the crowds who went ahead of him and the ones who followed were shouting, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! And when he entered into Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. And Jesus entered the temple courts and drove out all those who were selling and buying in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those who were selling doves. And he said to them, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer but you have made it a cave of robbers. And the blind and the lame came up to him in the temple courts, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children shouting in the temple courts and saying, Hosanna to the Son of David, they were indignant. And they said to him, Do you hear what these children are saying? So Jesus said to them, Yes, have you never read? Out of the mouths of children and nursing babies you have prepared for yourself praise? And leaving them, he went outside the city to Bethany and spent the night there. Now early in the morning, as he was returning to the city, he was hungry. And seeing a single fig tree by the road, he went to it and found nothing on it except leaves only. And he said to it, May there be no more fruit from you forever. And the fig tree withered at once. And when they saw it, the disciples were astonished, saying, How did the fig tree wither at once? And Jesus answered and said to them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will do not only what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, Be lifted up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, if you believe, you will receive. And after he arrived at the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him while he was teaching, saying, 
By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? And Jesus answered and said to them, I will ask you one question. If you tell the answer to me, I also will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. From where was the baptism of John? From heaven or from men? And they began to discuss this among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say, From men, we are afraid of the crowd, because they all look upon John as a prophet. And they answered and said to Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Now what do you think? A man had two sons. He approached the first and said, Son, go to work in the vineyard today. And he answered and said, I do not want to. But later he changed his mind and went. And he approached the second and said the same thing. So he answered and said, I will, sir. And he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, The first. Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you that the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going ahead of you into the kingdom of God. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did believe him. And when you saw it, you did not even change your minds later so as to believe in him. Listen to another parable. There was a man, a master of a house, who planted a vineyard and put a fence around it and dug a wine press in it and built a watchtower and leased it to tenant farmers and went on a journey. And when the season of fruit drew near, he sent his slaves to the tenant farmers to collect his fruit. And the tenant farmers seized his slaves, one of whom they beat, one of whom they killed, and one of whom they stoned. Again, he sent other slaves, more than the first ones, and they did the same thing to them. So, finally he sent his son to them, saying, They will respect my son. But when the tenant farmers saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and have his inheritance. And they seized him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Now, when the master of the vineyard arrives, what will he do to those tenant farmers? They said to him, He will destroy those evil men completely and lease the vineyard to other tenant farmers who will give him the fruits in their season. Jesus said to them, Have you never read the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected, this has become the cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. For this reason I tell you, that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and will be given to a people who produce its fruits. And the one who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, and the one on whom it falls, it will crush him. And when the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they knew that he was speaking about them. And although they wanted to arrest him, they were afraid of the crowds, because they looked upon him as a prophet. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Bethphage and Bethany are just outside of Jerusalem, on the side of the Mount of Olives. So Jesus was very near Jerusalem here when he makes his final approach on this donkey. Jesus had miraculous knowledge about the donkey and the colt and their owner and sends his disciples to go get them. Jesus is intentionally coming into Jerusalem as a king. It is time 
for the showdown to begin. So Jesus is showing himself to be the king, and the crowds recognize this immediately. Jesus is fulfilling Zechariah 9, and the crowds call him son of David, recognizing that he is the king. Jesus goes into Jerusalem and shows his authority by throwing out the money changers and sellers of doves out of the temple. They were there to help with the worship, so to speak, help people change their money into acceptable temple money and buy acceptable doves for sacrifice. And they were making some good money for the chief priest. But Jesus throws them out, saying they're turning the temple from a place of prayer to a place for robbers. So instead of the noise of money changers and doves, the temple is filled with people being healed and the shouts about the son of David. The chief priests come to Jesus and they are displeased with the noise of the children. But Jesus responds, Yes, have you never read out of the mouths of children and nursing babies you have prepared for yourself praise? So Jesus says, those kids are right. Then we start to see what is going to happen to the religious leaders. The first parable we have is a visible parable in the fig tree. Jesus commands that the fig tree will never again produce fruit because it hasn't produced fruit, but it has leaves. It looks like it should have fruit, having leaves, but it has no fruit. So the fig tree withers. The disciples are amazed, and Jesus says, you can pray in faith, and you can do the same thing and greater things. Then the chief priests come and ask Jesus by what authority he does these things. But they aren't really asking to know the answer. They just want to get Jesus in trouble. He responds asking them what authority John had. If they truly answered that, then they would have the answer to where Jesus' authority comes from. But they want a politically safe answer. They can't find one, so they say, well, we just, we don't know. So Jesus says, well, I won't tell you then, because they wouldn't accept his answer if they wouldn't accept who John was. Then Jesus tells these parables to explain what's going to happen and what he wants from these people. There's two sons. One goes to work, even though he initially wasn't going to, The other one said he was going to go to work, but doesn't. So which one did the will of his father? Well, of course, the one who changed his mind and went. And Jesus tells this parable. And again, it's fruit that is looked for here from these tenant farmers. The owner set everything up in motion. They just had to harvest the fruit and give him some. But they weren't willing. And instead, they treat his servants shamefully. So finally, he sends his son. And they see their opportunity and kill the son, thinking that now they would own the vineyard and do whatever they want and wouldn't be bothered with anybody asking for fruit. But of course, this will bring the wrath of the owner, and he will destroy those wicked farmers and find new farmers. The people say this themselves. So Jesus then makes the application from Psalm 18 about this cornerstone that was rejected by the rulers, the builders. And his conclusion is verse 43, For this reason I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and will be given to a people who produce its fruits. Remember John the Baptist in chapter 3, verse 7? 
But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, Offspring of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Therefore, produce fruit worthy of repentance. So what fruit does God want from you and me today? And now for a deeper dive. Psalm 118 is quoted several times in the New Testament. The original idea is the builders of the temple going through the stones that they received from the quarry and rejecting one of them because it didn't look right to them. However, that was the most important stone. The chief cornerstone that they're supposed to start with and line everything up to. Peter quotes this psalm in his sermon in Acts chapter 4. Paul references it in Ephesians 2.20, saying that we are the temple built on Jesus. And Peter mentions it again in 1 Peter chapter 2, starting in verse 5. And you yourselves, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who believes in him will never be put to shame. Therefore, the honor is for you who believe, but for those who refuse to believe, the stone that the builders rejected, this one has become the cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, who stumble because they disobey the word to which also they were consigned. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.